Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Two Coast Fantasy Show, and I am here with your boy, one half of the Two Coast Fantasy Show, Cooney. It's your boy Combs. I'm mid draft right now. I just got Zeke. <laughs> See that man rock. What was your pick? Fourth pick? Sixth, fifth pick. Fifth pick. And I got Zeke. I'm also mid draft. My team's actually impressive. How are you doing over there? I took Zeke over David Johnson, actually. Ooh. That's rough. Surprised <laughs> David good. Johnson fell that far. That's, he did. Alvin, Alvin Kamara was the first overall. <laughs> what? What are you saying? Hold on. This, is, this episode's already getting wild. Like we, he's like, tomorrow, he's tomorrow, my lead, tomorrow, the, the bonus I'm playing to pick away? Kamara, first overall. Tomorrow, give us something right, Hold on. We'll, we'll get, we'll get y'all jabbed yeah. updates uh, as the episode goes on. But today, this episode, we are joined by friend of the podcast, friend of the family, a boy. What's going on, everybody? It's Young Cass in the building. Thank you for having me, fellas. Anytime, anytime, brother man. Today on the agenda, we're going to talk a little injury updates, give you a little fantasy impact as some players have already gone down. Some teams have been shaken up already, Those, one of those being mine and Cass's included. Uh, we'll also talk about some uh, camp battles. Uh, some people have been named starters, so we can talk about the fantasy impact of these players as, the, as your draft commences and we're going to finish off with the of the year category uh my boys are going to give you the sleeper the breakout and their burger of the year predictions so we can start it off with injuries uh and uh, i think the biggest one uh that's happened most recently jared mckinnon tearing his acl in practice non-contact injury non-contact injury so you know that's he's done for the year he has a whole year of rehabilitation to look forward to well, injury, I mean, uh, durability was a concern for him when he got his uh, his, his money from San Fran. And True, indeed. It seems like durability won this one. <laughs> one round one, at least. So, uh, <laughs> that was a word of him. He's a little guy. You're not sure if he can handle the full workload, and obviously, he couldn't make it past camp. So, <laughs> it's, a, it's a troubling... Yeah, I, troubling I, don't want, I don't want that to be an indictment on his durability. It is very troubling, though. It, it, no, it is, though. It but is. This is first camp actually in the rock a lot, and he's down... For the first game, mm. tragic. It's not a good look. It's a, it's a sad thing, man. You know, first time actually going to get an opportunity to start. You know, a lot of people have big plans for him. But for both all the opportunity, next man up, which is uh, old reliable Alfred Morris, it seems like. Yeah. So they say. So the reports say. But well, he's outplayed Barita, Matt Barita. <laughs> I mean, Alfred Morris he was the guy last year. He can hit the hole, find some yards off of Morris. He'll people high on him. People, high, people are very high on him. He'll get positive yards. Yeah, because he's in last year. Yep. Exactly. Um, Rita stinks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it boils down to? He Pretty stinks. much. He stinks. <laughs> Pretty much, yep. Like I said before the show, he's a scat back that can't catch the ball. 
So <laughs> his only job, he can't do that. British things. <laughs> I mean, he looked pretty good in the years yeah, that he stinks. Yeah, yeah like well, I think "stink" is a very harsh, stinks? harsh, harsh word to use on him. It's like ineffective. But uh, <laughs> I mean, clearly, <laughs> it, uh, I guess no. That no. That that's that's fair. If you're comparing similar players, all right, unproductive, so, unproductive, unproductive. Alvin Morris take three yards. Yeah, yeah. Barita trying to hit the home run possibly and lose two yards. You know. When you think about Barita, you compare him to people like Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson can catch the ball. Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles catches the ball. He already catches the ball. Like all of these small running backs that are there to catch the ball out of the backfield. Like the keys. Yeah. Like they have to catch the ball. So I, I just don't see Breida. I mean, his talent is there. I'm not questioning his ability, but I just I don't see him as this elite option. But we'll see. He has certainly has the uh, opportunity in front of him. So in drafts, where are you taking Alfred Morris? What is what is his ADP bump up to, or does it even move? Um, 13, 14, 15. He, he could possibly be a steal, you think? Is that what, is that what he's looking like? What's your difference, your difference of steal? Like, what I you mean, some, somebody that you get in the later rounds that people are just kind of overlooking that, you know. He'll pull me into a few times. I mean, I mean it, like the, it, the, the 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 weeks that you plug him in, like he'll give you positive production. As we always say, because for most of the weeks he'll probably give you positive. Production. As we say this show, fantasy is a week to week game. So you're right. There will be some weeks when they play the awful. Uh, who's someone is week awful this year? I think mean, their division is kind of. I don't want to say the Browns. I think Browns will be improved. There'll be some weeks we play the Dolphins. We the worst might, defense they might play is probably Seattle. Defensive. There'll be some weeks you could use them. There's some bad teams out in the NFL that you could use them against. But don't don't expect him to go like right now. Probably RB three. Don't expect him to, to reach RB two, RB one status. Like, is he even RB three? I was gonna say, does he have that potential? That, yes. and that's what I mean by a sleeper. No, like, he does, he, does he have that potential? Especially if, if you get him yeah. in like around thirteen, like Combs said. He'll be a flex option, RB three. Listen, Alfred okay. Morris is like a Volvo. Like he's not you know, <laughs> like an old Volvo. He's not pretty, not fancy. He's not gonna have you know entertainment kit. He's he's solid. He's gonna get the ball. He's gonna get the ball about 17, what, 17, 20 times. Twenty times might be high, but yeah, that's very let's say let's say fifteen to seventeen. With it's an improved offense, and he's solid. He does his job. He's familiar with Shanahan's system. I I think that I'm very very bullish on uh, Alfred Morris. I, I I like him in the tenth mm. um, because you have a running back who's number one in his depth chart. He's gonna get the ball. It's in, you have Garoppolo back there. Goodwin, you know, you have an improved offense. You have Shanahan there. I, I like Alfred Morris a lot. I really do. So Mr. Castro is high on Alfred Morris. He's a good football player. No, no, certainly. That's certainly. That's, that's definitely a football Don't player. Don't get positive yards. Keep the drive moving. All right, let's talk about another man who uh, has some fantasy concerns because he's going to be out week one, Mr. Carson Wentz. Yeah, boy. Care to talk about it? Um... Out week one, so insert Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP. When you say talk about talk about, are you asking me like, where, where am I taking them? I mean, the draft. Talk about it in general. I mean, I'm a believer of waiting to get your quarterback. Um, depends on your draft, how it's moving. I think if you're going to want Carson Wentz, you got to. You want guys that we always say, if you want them, go get them. I'm have reservations about going getting them. I think there are other players that um, are equal or. Shortly, short behind him that I don't have to reach for him, like a Phil Rivers, like a Garoppolo. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Garoppolo. 
like a Drew Brees that has been falling. Guys like those, I, I, I can wait for. So, why I see Carson Wentz go miss week one, maybe maybe misses week two. Who knows? Maybe he gets up to a slow start. His best receiver, Alfred Jeffries, not there. Well, not his best receiver because Zach Ertz is still there. But his number one red zone target is not there. So, I'm not down him, but I have my reservation for Carson Wentz. I want no parts of Carson Wentz. <laughs> and that's not, you know, an indictment on his skill. He's obviously... As an elite talent, um, but I think the Eagles are going to be smart with bringing him back, and I don't think he's going to come back until week two or three. So you're losing three games. Um, I've been a part of some drafts where Wentz goes in the fifth and sixth round, which is absolutely absurd. Um, <laughs> like you know, Cole said, it, it, it's there's so many quarterbacks to reach for Carson Wentz in the fifth, sixth. Even the seventh, in my opinion, I just think it's way too high for a guy that's not going to be back for for three games. And I mean, it's just like for what? Like he's just going to be on your bench. Then you're going to have to go pick up another quarterback to insert for those three weeks. So you have this guy sitting on your bench, and hopefully he comes back in form. And I mean, last year he had an amazing season, but he, that that pace I would argue is somewhat unsustainable. Um, I, I I'm not I'm not getting Carson Wentz in my drafts because I'm. I agree with Coles. I'm not reaching for a medal. Um, Carson Wentz, I think if you can get him for the right value, that would be his biggest thing. If you can get him nine and down, possibly, and tag team him with another solid starting quarterback, maybe like a, even if it's Kirk Cousins or Pilgrims or if you want to take a shot at one of the Patty Mahomes guys, um, I think you'd be good. Uh, tag team partner for somebody that you can play later on in the season when he gets his feet right. Um, the Giants, Redskins, and Cowboys aren't the toughest defense. He plays both of them twice a year, so I think you can be fine for a back end of the playoff run for the last, like, if like you said, you'll be struggling for the first five games, but for the back six games, uh, I think wants to be good. I like Carson Wentz. Okay, and let's talk about his man's. Cole's mentioned him, Alshon Jeffrey. What is a what does his draft stock look like? He's one of those guys that even though I, I'm an Eagles fan. Don't get me wrong; these are my guys, but I just don't see myself getting him in these drafts because of where where he's going. Um, I've seen him go. I'm doing a draft right now to speak. He just went in the sixth round, I believe. <laughs> Why? You don't even know we're gonna play the first month. Like he just got paid. He played with a torn rotary cuff all last year. He's in no rush. I'm waiting. If he's there in the 10th round, 9th round, yeah, sure. If you can get a, a starting receiver in the 10th round, that's almost like getting a trade whenever he doesn't come back. That's almost like getting a, a hot waiver paper that, that week when he, does, when he does come back. I'm not going to reach for him in the 5th, 6th round when guys like Corey Davis and other guys like that are still around. So... If you get him, if you can wait and get him, he's a great pickup. He's going to be a, a a red zone target once again. But I wouldn't reach for him. And I would I would agree with that. I think I was telling you guys before the podcast. I was able to pick him up. I believe it was after the eighth. Um, but I was fortunate to draft before he actually passed his physical. So everybody was kind of you know still on the edge about that, but. Yeah, you look at his ADP now. It's it's back it's shooting up the boards, and I don't understand it. It's the same <laughs> logic with with Wentz. Like, 
the wide receiver position is as deep as it's ever been. I'm not reaching. Like, don't. I think that's my number one thing in drafting. Don't do your opponents any favors. Like, there's no reason to do it. You're just reaching your reach at this point. He's a talent. Like, when he's healthy, he's good to go. He's a talent. But I just don't think there's a reason to really reach for him. And even when he's healthy at this point, he's not a target monster. No, he's not. Excuse me, he is. He doesn't catch him a lot of them, though. He gets a lot of targets. He's not catching them. He also gets no yak. So it's like, especially a PPR, there's no reason to even have him, probably. But Stanley... You're looking. He's one of those guys. He's almost like like uh, Jimmy Graham nowadays. It's like if he doesn't score, oh, come he got crazy scores. Jimmy Graham. Like said, Jimmy Graham scores. Come on. Do you know how we score? If he doesn't score, what's he doing for you? Jimmy Graham will literally have. Yo, what was out? What was outside? Was, what He'll was have two catches. Nah, I had outside last year. I don't, I don't like the Jimmy Graham comparison. I had outside last year. Jimmy Graham will have two catches for two yards and two touchdowns. Like literally, if there are no touchdowns, guess what? Had a single point with Al Jeffrey. Al Jeffrey had like. Five catches for 30 yards, not going nowhere. No. I'll Hope he scores. I saw him play with Torvald take up line. He was hurt last year. All right. All right. We'll so, see. We'll see. I'm not putting him with Jimmy, Jimmy Graham. Graham. Yeah, he see. with Jimmy Graham. Yeah, he's not my team. He won't be my team, Austin Jeffrey, most likely. He better than Jimmy Graham. He won't be my team. I was a solid player. If you tell me I was trying to be healthy by week five, ready to roll, I'll take him in the back end of like around seven, eight, somewhere down. If you're going to be good value. And if you, have, if you already have receivers in front of him that you're comfortable about, you got a nice little squad in front of him, you don't got a pray wait for him to get back and you just uh, wait for him to get healthy and everything. I have no problem with Alshon. And I don't trust Nelson Aguilar that much, to tell you that much. I know Ertz I know Ertz, I know Ertz can get the ball, but after Ertz. I mean Aguilar I like Aguilar. He's a sneaky I mean low key I mean I think more so because he play with games. He gets a lot of red zone looks. He's crafty. His route running is much better than it was when he came to. I, I, I like Aguilar. I, I, your point is well taken, but I, I, like, I like Aguilar this year, though. I like Aguilar. I don't see him being like the taking out time out on the show. No, I don't, I don't think anybody. I mean, other than Ertz, I don't think anybody on that offense is going to just X out Alshon. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I agree with you. If I, if I can get him late, yeah. I'm taking him. I'm taking him every time. And Aguilar also isn't. He gets a lot of red zone looks, but he isn't a red zone Hall of Ring guy. Yeah, <laughs> he'll get the looks, of course, but it's always about the touchdown and the catches, which would be Ertz first, and then probably Alshon, and probably Jay after that. Wonderful. But if you get Alshon for a great pop or a good um good value, I no problem with it. All right, uh, let's talk about Mr. Marlon Mack. Just read that he has a little hamstring problem. And and it came out of Alshon like people like Sammy Watkins or like Michael Gallup or Devontae Parker sort of the world. I'm not taking those guys around. I'm not taking them over Alshon. I'll wait for Alshon to get back. <laughs> I'm not taking those you know guys around. Like, if we're coming down to Robert with the 80 range, Dodge Doxon, like I'm taking Alshon over them. And I'll wait for two weeks. Three weeks, whatever. Oh, yes, Mr. Marlon Mack now. Can we get back to him? Yes, Mack. Okay, yes. Marlon Mack. Uh, Missing a lot of practice due to a hamstring injury. Little concerns about him playing week one, so people are looking at Mr. Jordan Wilkins to potentially start. Uh, Was Wilkins even on any – was he on any draft boards? Uh, Not to my knowledge, I don't think he was. He's on by He's on it technically. Jordan Wilkins. Well, yeah, technically everybody's on it. Yeah, yeah. But was he like? Did he? And, and uh, let me more say. Let me more so say a mock draft. Was he 
did he get drafted in any of those even on a later maybe 14th, 15th? Did he? Well, one thing to say, if Andrew Luck is fully healthy, like he looks, he's going to have a running game. And I mean, teams are not going to put people in the box with Andrew Luck back there with T.Y. Hilton. They know what time it is. So he's going to have room to run and see what he does with it. Um, what's his guy's name again? Marlon back to back Jordan Wilkins. I think he's the best running back on the Colts. You know what? You just said that? He'll got a lot of wiggle room. I think he's the best running back. But he's raw. Obviously, he's a rookie. But Marlon Mack, I remember drafting him last year. He got burned by him last year. <laughs> I mean, he, he he's athletic. You know, he's shifty. He's boom and bust, looks like. Yeah. And, very big boom and, and now he's a running back. It was in his second year. It was on a platter. The only people behind him were, you know, two rookies. So who's the running back in, 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 the, in, the, in the Colts system that you, that you want to have? That I want to have? Yeah. Jordan Wilkins, hands down. I, Marlon Mack hasn't, he's a running back who relies on shiftiness and he has a hamstring injury and he hasn't practiced in like a month. Jordan Wilkins or Sonny Michelle? I'm taking Sonny Michelle. Sonny Michelle. And I'm taking him to himself. I'm taking him to <laughs> This was a better team. Yeah. Oh, it's, Rex it's, a better, it's a better situation. Rex Burkhead, he should be able to beat Rex Burkhead out soon once he gets healthy. I like Burkhead, but Sonny Michelle is the first round pick for a reason. So he should be able to take that from Burkhead once he gets fully healthy. And this is Tom Brady, better offense. Unless you're telling him to give Marlon Mack or Jordan Wilkins the ball 20 times a game to try and keep Luck from throwing that much, but I just don't see that happening. Andrew Luck won't throw it 30 times a game. Be back there. I like Jordan Wilkins just because he can he's he can catch the ball out the backfield. Mm-hmm. And if Mac, I mean hamstring injuries linger, and obviously we we don't we never know the full extent of these injuries. But, but if a guy of, can't practice for almost a month, especially with a with a hamstring, like to me something rough. yeah something's wrong there. And, and some of get those red zone targets, yeah. red zone carries. Yeah, because Ty, I love Ty, but only five ten. Yeah, he's a smaller guy. Yeah, Jackie Doyle and. He's Mac Wilkins, Naeem Hines. I heard a little bit about him, but and their division. I mean, their division is is fast defenses. Oh yeah. So they, I mean, they're coming at luck, and he's gonna have to drop. Oh, yeah. He's gonna have to dump up the ball to somebody. Um. So I, you know, I think the tight ends will get some love, but especially in that division. You need a ride. Yeah, I think I think Wilkins is if he takes advantage of his first game to two games. Um, I think he'll have a starting role going forward. So I like him, especially if you're gonna get him in like the fifteenth. 16th round or 14th like that's why not and let's finish this off with uh, Mr. Doug Baldwin he's been out with uh, some knee soreness missed a little bit of training camp very recently as recent as August 28th Uh, we already know his fantasy impact we've seen it throughout the years at least when he's healthy, when he's on the field, we we know what he can do. Does it impact his draft status? I'm not sure that they don't really s- specify whether he's going to miss game time or not. So does that potential of him maybe missing some game time, does that impact his draft status at all? I think so because uh, the team, like the Seahawks, who I think probably aren't going to be that good, depends what Russell does for him, but... Uh, they don't have much talent on the team. They are desperate for him to get back, so he will play hurt this year. So I don't know if he's going to miss game time, but don't expect him to be 100% for the first two or three weeks probably as he works with the injury because they gave Lockett some money. They got Doug Baldwin, but after that, they are uh, searching thin, for weapons. Very, yes, very thin, thin on the <laughs> weapons. 
for the offensive, the offensive weapons. Yes. So, yeah. But with Bowen being nicked up, I think it should raise Tyler uh, Lockett's stock a little bit. If he can stay healthy for more than five games, um, <laughs> that's his biggest problem. Yeah, he's, he's another a, one. A really good player, but his health is um, his health is beating him right now. So it's just tough to, to pick anyone on the Seattle pass catching side of the rock, pass side of, uh, pass catching side of the ball. But um, Doug Bowen, if you can get him like the fifth round, I would hey, fourth round take Doug Bowen. Fifth round take him. Yeah, he's falling. You know, he's definitely is falling. I'm looking. I'm gonna draft right now. He's still here. Fourth round. Yeah, mm. I took Hogan over. Yeah, Hogan. <laughs> I had him Hogan as Tom Brady's guy Hogan. I already know that. Do you think Adam might shake that up when he gets back? No, no, not at all. Hogan was balling last year. No, 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 believe me, no, I know that Hogan was certainly balling. You know, I think Edelman has his role for the short set. You know, uh, well, he was everyone got the role. He'll fit right in. He won't yes. necessarily steal any mm-hmm. production or targets. Or I think he'll just make it better. Actually, Edelman. Then you know, teams will figure out we'll put the guy on Hogan, we'll put the guy on Edelman, we'll put the guy on Gronk. How are going to make his defense right? And I think it'll actually be better for Hogan. Because teams put him on a second receiver. He's beating a second cornerback last year, it looked like. When uh, Cooks was on number one. He was. When Cooks Cooks was on number one guy and the second cornerback was on uh, Hogan, he won a lot of those matchups. So they can continue that same trend. How many touchdowns did he have last year? Ten? Before he got hurt. um, uh, uh, I just had his name up, too. Um, Hogan. For, uh, he had the uh, number one receiver. He had five touchdowns in the first five weeks of 2017. <laughs> and that's when he got hurt after the first five weeks. But uh, yeah, he, he scored five picks in two in the uh, two versus Texans. And the schedule, of course, with the Patriots is very, very friendly. Friendly? I mean, the Bills are terrible. Dolphins are terrible. My Jets defense is good, but... He will, he'll have a good game for us. Slightly above that. Like he's typically done. They're good defense. They're, they're, defense. Defense. they're solid. But they're very solid defense. A better quarterback. And a great quarterback. Brady, Brady and Hogan. But it's about the offense. Like the offense points. has them on the field too damn much. Exactly. They're the they're, they're okay. No, we're getting better. They're okay. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying in the right direction. We want to come up. I mean, compared to the rest of the division. Sure. I mean, the division of Brady still got some tricks that confused Jamal Adams and Marcus Mangle in a while, but he'll get Hogan open a lot. <laughs> well, we'll keep it on your jets and we'll jump into the next topic. We'll talk about those camp battles. Uh, like I said, some people were uh, fighting for some starting spots. One of those being your boy, Mr. Sam Darnold, who. Franchise Sam. Okay. <laughs> yeah, talk about it. Like, tell, tell us about your fans. Well, he's a starter for Monday Night Football versus Detroit. Um, I expect good things of Sam Darnold this year. He's going to have his bumps and bruises, of course, but uh, I do expect a win on Monday Night Football versus Detroit. The Lions, new defense, new head coach for the Lions, Matt Patricia coming over from New England. Um, I expect, the, for the fancy side of this, with our receivers, I guess, um, I expect the, a number to be the number one guy if he's healthy. I know Robbie is the, the, the burner downfield, but Sam it looks is. like Sam likes his midfield game a lot, Sam. He likes the mid-ranger, Sam. So he's going to throw the 20-yard 20, 20 uh, outs, a the curls, all that short stuff gonna be a normal, all the good stuff. Then he has um, we're trying to get the good running game going with Crowell, who should be a serviceable running back for us. Uh, he should get all the goal line carries. He should get all the first, second down carries. Um, Eli McGuire got hurt. Was supposed to be our um scat back, but he got hurt. Um, I, I mean, Robbie will have some good games, of course, but I think for the whole season, a normal will be the guy if he can stay healthy. 
I think Robbie's skill set, if he puts it all together, is approaching elite. Like mm. Robbie, Robbie, Robbie Anderson. Anderson. Oh, see me. You the Robbie Anderson? Yeah, Jets. the Robbie Anderson. I, uh, Robbie Anderson. Last year, I mean, I know you're Jets fans, so you watch those games. They were in a lot of games that they lost. You know, it's typical Jets fashion. Mm-hmm. But he has elite speed. Mm-hmm. His body control is again, it's not elite, but it's approaching elite. He runs pretty good routes. I, I think Robbie, if he could, you know, yeah, stop stop getting arrested, and <laughs> stay stay clean off the field. I think he could he could be a difference maker. But I I do agree that Anunua will likely be the bigger force because I don't know if Sam Darnold's going to let go you know early exactly. on rookie year yeah I don't know if he's going to take all of McCown the shots yeah. McCown doesn't fly yeah McCown's not do you think at any point they take Sam Darnold out if he's doing like not terrible no, no. and bring in Josh McCown no, no not a no, chance no chance at this point okay. bro, I mean you not already not for next 15 years no chance not next 15 not for next 15 no chance you let Teddy Bridgewater go which I think is a mistake by the way I do agree you let Teddy Bridgewater go it's just McCown there. McCown is, should only serve as a mentor. At this point, you like you've made your decision. Peyton Manning had an awful first year. You know he got destroyed. Let Sam Darnold get destroyed. He has to go through the process. You can't cheat the process. Like okay. let it go. Let him go through you know his ups and downs and get this one year of experience. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, let's talk about another quarterback battle. Uh, Nathan Peterman. Nate Peterman or Nathan. Is Nathan? Is that is, is that political? It's right? Peterman. It's all I yeah. <laughs> And it was only for about. He doesn't three deserve weeks. the clarification. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even gotta worry. It's only for three weeks. Mr. Until, Peterman. I'll go about three weeks goes. until Josh Allen gets in there. Maybe two actually. Two weeks before they insert oh, Josh Allen. Yeah. I'll say three because I think the first I think the first game is Baltimore, the Chargers. I forgot who they, and maybe the Vikings. Is it? I know Baltimore and Chargers. I think I know. I know their first three Maybe games that is are against crazy defenses, and yeah, I think that they're absolutely correct. I think they're trying to save Josh Allen. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think they don't, they don't want to sacrifice him. Yeah, you know that offensive line because that's thrown him into the fire. Yeah, <laughs> and you know I think they just said, all right, you know, little Nate, do your thing for the first couple weeks, <laughs> try not to die, and we'll bring Josh in later. And I think that's the right thing to do. I mean, not necessarily for Nate Peterman's health, but. Um, Josh Allen should sit on the sideline for a little while, learn a little bit. That's for Josh Allen's proje- progression is the right Yeah, thing. I mean, just let him see elite defenses, how they fly around the field. And, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they, they, he, he stinks, but <laughs> I expect him to be better than last year. Like, last year, he, does, just, he does stink. Yeah, I mean, last year, they just threw him into the fire. They did. They you did. know what I mean? And But that was their own fault. They didn't have to. Yeah. They just, there was they no just reason to, to do fun, that. It's just Bills, you know, being the Bills. But... <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I, I agree. I think he'll be in there by week three, week four. But more for uh, pass catchers, they um cut Corey Coleman. Uh, so looking like the Kelvin Benjamin show full time is in action Definitely. in Buffalo. Um, Zay Jones is out there, but you know he's not the best football player. So <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it will be a lot. Of Kelvin Benjamin. Charles plays always Charles hurt. Play. If he's healthy, if, yeah. yeah. If he's healthy, he will be a part of that show as well. Yeah. It's going to be like watching TV in slow motion. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> that's two slow cats. Like, Charles Clay, like. It's mind-boggling. That's a slow core. 
It might look like when Shady to his skin comes off and you always see his knee bones. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you see his knee bones. Like, Shady's feet might get run literally into the ground and shit. Who wants to get the ball to? I'll get the ball 400 times. I'm not even lying. I'll get the ball 400 times a game. Like, 400 times this season, 400 times. But, like, 10 catches at least and uh, 25 <laughs> rushes. Like, I don't trust Peterman to sit in the pocket throw the ball to Kevin Benjamin consistently or Zay Jones somebody. Like, the best bet is to get the ball Shady until he. Eventually, it's suspended, I assume. So, yeah, that, that's pending too. That's also, I mean, well, I, 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 in my humble fans' opinion, I will stay away from anyone in Buffalo. I think mm-hmm. they're the worst team in football this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're probably about 2 and 14. Mm-hmm. Maybe right. 2 and 14. 1 and 15 ish. They're terrible. <laughs> the talent is lacking. The defense is pretty good. I'm not going to lie. The defense is pretty good. And the defense usually does save them a couple years. Mm-hmm. Right? They usually do the save defense a couple pretty good, games the season. Their offense is going to struggle mightily. <laughs> Mightily struggle. Yeah, I don't think they have one offensive player other than Shady that can create separation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Any kind of trouble. Any kind. Only on the juke move is Shady. Spin move, juke, anything. It's all Shady. Until I would just put every single defensive player in the box. Facts. Like why? Why not? I mean, Kevin Benjamin, he beat you downfield. Like, he's still out. Unless you that. Like, if you're let the scheme break down somehow. Like, I don't know. If a cornerback gets beat by Kevin Benjamin, yeah. <laughs> he shouldn't travel home. Yeah, you get a cut. Yeah. You get a cut. He shouldn't travel home to the team. I'll tell you right now. He is so slow. Just pack plan. it up. You're getting cut and you're going home. I mean, that's a big Sorry. body. Pause. Like, he's, he's a big guy. Like, slow as shit. He, nah, he does. He's he really moving in slow motion. I don't know. I don't know who's slower. Him or uh, Derrick Henry. I really don't know. <laughs> Oh, it's Kelvin. Because <laughs> yeah. at least Derrick Henry, he takes a while to get to top speed, and then it's like, all right, he's he's okay. Kelvin Benjamin doesn't have a top speed. Like it's it's always middle of the road. It never goes past that. <laughs> Damn. Uh, we have another. This is William, no, uh, Mr. Ryan Fitzpatrick down in Tampa Bay. He's going to be there the first two games. Is it the first two? Winston only suspended two? Uh, three games, I think. Three, okay. Three. Three games. Should have been more, but eh, that's the NFL. Yeah, that's... They do their own thing. But uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be in there for the first few games, and then they're going to possibly insert Jameis Winston. That's nonsense. They're going to insert James. Winston. Yeah, I know. I don't I care know. what they say. Like, yeah, I know. I know they're trying to send him a message, but guys, <laughs> let's relax. Like, he's... it's. He's got to be in there. Similar for Spencer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're not going to... There's no reason to. I, even if you're not going to extend him later on, fine. Get all you can out of him now. Facts. Because they're going to be 0-3. Like, just... I don't... I don't but I do like Fitzpatrick as a low-key streamer. Okay, yeah, for the first three weeks. I do like him because it's going to be shootouts. He'll throw it. And he, yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> he's a gun, yeah, he, 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 a gun he doesn't care. He knows what his position in the league is. He's I don't know if it'll be shootouts, though. They think they play... They play the Steelers. Steelers, Saints, and Eagles, right? Same, yep. Steelers, Eagles, Saints, Saints. Eagles, Steelers. Yes. I actually like Mike Evans more with his match right over there. I, I, oh, yeah. That's, Mike that's Evans, his guy. That's his, his guy. His stock is dropping, and I, I would think, you know, I would argue that he, he has a good chance to really make a big impact early on. I think he's gonna, he can be a game changer. Because he can tell Fitzpatrick, like, just give me the ball. And I think Fitzpatrick would just force him the ball no matter what. I mean, where I'm drafting, I doubt I'll have any stock in uh, Mike Evans, but um, yeah, he was there, maybe. Actually, probably, after last year we did this, maybe, I probably was there. I'm staying with Mike Evans. Yeah, after, after, after last year's debacle, I probably wouldn't take him. Yeah. I mean, he, he, yeah, he obviously disappointed last year, but 
if I can get Mike Evans at like the end of the third, I'm taking that. I, I'm, oh, you know, that's good value. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking him. I'm taking him. And I'm sure he burned a lot of people last year. So there's a lot of people that that's just would stuff. not want him on their team. But if I can get him middle, late third, I'm taking him. Cool, take that. His consistency is a uh, is a problem. Mike, well, Evans, Mike Evans, I mean, for the caliber, for the money he's being paid, and for the caliber receiver he should be, far too many drops, far too many drops, far just not enough big plays in general from him, from someone making eighty million dollars. Like you would think, and he's not a high catch kind of guy. He's more of just a throw it to him six, seven times a game, let him jump ball, a couple, couple red zone fades. Um, They like this guy a lot, Chris Goodwin, is what I'm hearing. I do hear a lot about him. They're saying that uh, Deshaun Jackson lost a couple steps, it looks like, and Goodwin's become the new Deshaun Jackson. So Mm -hmm. that's what I'm hearing out of um, Tampa Bay. But then again, they are slightly better than the Bills, I guess. But they'll be about 3 13. Yeah, I was going to say, they're going to be in the bottom bottom of the division. They are by far the worst team at the division. Yeah, they're definitely going to be the worst. They're going to almost say that division. They're going to almost say I agree that they might be the worst team in that division. I disagree with the record because that defense, everybody's healthy now. I think that defense is a top 10 defense at the end of the season. Who's talking about? The Bucks. It could. Look, look at their personnel. The defense is good. JPP, Vinny Curry, no they, offense. They can got a pass rush. They, they got a pass they, rush. They're going to get after the quarterback and... If they that can hold, is, if they can hold teams, they got good linebacker crew too. Yeah, if they can hold teams down and and make it uh, like just muddy up the game, that back four is rough though. It yeah, is I was gonna say very like, rough. But but what helps your corner? I mean, I, I'm a steal. That is true. Steelers, yeah, yeah, right now, there's yeah, nothing yeah. that helps the corners out more than pass rush. Yeah, pass rush, which is why I'm like, hey Steelers, go but get I got, Khalil Mack. But I just think of Chris Conti getting bombed on all game. Yeah, but I mean, if you're hitting that quarterback all day, I love Kirk Brown. Benny G, my guy, Benny G. They, yeah, right, they, they, he gonna get bombed. That back end stinks. Michael Thomas, they their front seven. You can scam work on them. <laughs> <laughs> their front seven is serious. I like I I like the Bucks defense. I think they're. I think. What you're right. Six six or what seven. What hurts the Bucks the most by the James was the turnovers. Or yeah, the but that's what kills them most by the turnovers. Look sharp in the preseason. I if he's motivated. If if he comes in he's and is not a bozo, like if he takes it seriously, I can see them with seven wins. I can legitimately see them with seven wins. That defense, that front seven is no joke. I can't see them winning the game division. So they got to find seven somewhere outside the division. I'm say somehow stay one worse. But, it, but division games, yeah, division the games are usually nasty though. But like, yeah, I mean, you got a defense that's gonna muck up the game. Oh yeah, you only need a couple fumbles, a couple quarterback hits, knock a quarterback out. They're gonna score 21 points against the Saints, Falcons, and Carolina. At least 21. But the uh, Carolina. They're up and down, Carolina. Yeah, also. they can score 50 and then score 5. That is true. You know what I mean? I I don't know. And the Falcons, I guess. I mean, Julio is supposed to be like AB, but allegedly. I guess. Allegedly. You know. Allegedly. He is like Julio. Yeah. yeah. That's not, I'm not blaming him for the, for the red zone. Well, I mean, he had way too many drops. He had a lot of drops. He, a lot of he had a lot of bad drops. He did. A lot of drops. And... But he also had 1,400 yards. He did. No, he was a freak. But that's what it was. The drops like were touchdown potential drops. Yes. It's like, mm-hmm. So, you know, the fan, the touchdown potential is just like, damn, who you know? That's what he killed people with. True. Trash. Trash, ain't. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, well, let's keep it in Tampa Bay with uh, the running back. They had a little battle back there. Mr. Jones and Mr. Barber. Uh, what's it looking like with Mr. Ronald Jones and Barber? I know Ronald Jones was, they were talking about he was regressing a little bit. He's the guy, allegedly, a second round pick from USC. Supposed to be a starting running back there, but P and Barber is still a thing, it looks like. <laughs> um, yeah, he's fighting tough for the position. He hasn't gone away yet. Uh, I know they want to be Ronald Jones Jr. or second. Same thing, right? They wanted to be Ronald Jones, but it's the NFL physicality looks like it's taking a toll on him right now. He's the he ain't ready for the NFL yet. He ain't built for it yet. It looks like it's different. <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's a I think the Bucks messed up. I mean, well, their second round picks they generally mess up. See Roberto Aguayo. <laughs> um, that, that was, was pro- so bad. Yeah, it's quite possibly the worst second round pick of all time. So <laughs> bad. Yeah, quite possibly the worst. Oh my goodness. I think Ronald Jones is. I, I think he's he's going to come into his own later in the season. Um, but Peyton Barber, he's a grown man. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like he's he's been NFL weight room weight programs. Like he's ready for that that grind. Like I agree with y'all. But I I like. I think they're using Ronald Jones in the preseason. Which is one of the worst running back preseasons that I can remember. Yeah, yeah he was bad. awful. Yeah, he looked very bad. But they're using him like he's a three-down back, like he's a slasher. He's a slasher at USC. Like he had one good run that I saw, but it was for most part of that. Yeah, he, like he's he's super athletic. He he's quick, but you can't use him as a three-down back and you know some guys gonna take goal line carries. Like he's not. That's not him. So I think they need to work on how they're using him, and I fully expect. Dirk Cutter to be fired for them this season. Oh, yeah, whole new regime. Yeah, yeah. and hopefully the new regime will start to use their players like they're supposed to be properly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Dirk Cutter. I think the whole new everything quarterback, coach, GM, all of it. All right, let's uh, jump to Seattle. Mr. Chris Carson and Rashard Penny. They're top back who they drafted. Very, very, very high. First round. First round. Well, the pick twenty something. Yeah, was it was a, kind of a shocker pick. They saw they dropped him out. They saw a lot of cream on him in Rashad Penny. That's what the the word is. He's excuse me. He's built along those kind of uh, intangibles of Kareem Hunt. So they wanted that kind of game breaker, game changer. But Chris Carson was a good player last year before the injury. He's a good player right now. Looks like. Um, I don't know, these these loose elusive backs they bring it in Ronald Jones, Rashad Penny they look good but the NFL hits taking it to own so they don't have it. give it to the big fella Chris Carson I like Carson I like Carson and on this Seattle team he probably is Russell Baldwin. I was gonna say does he have some he's, he's right there with Lockett him and Lockett step and step especially if Baldwin uh, is a little banged up um, I assume you're gonna see a lot of Chris Carson coming Sunday. I haven't heard anything about Rashad Penny. They're saying he's going to play, but I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of Chris Carson and a lot of Russell Wilson for Seattle. You'll see Lockett going a couple deep passes with Lockett here and there. You know, Russell will throw some white tight end, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I see a lot of Chris Carson this weekend. That's it. I do. It's his, uh, it's his job to lose. I'll say that. Okay. I mean, I'm not sure what Penny... I'm assuming Payne may be the third, the third down guy. I know Chris Carson wasn't really uh, catching back last year. But um, we'll see. I think Chris Carson's a good player, though. I think Penny's stock goes up during 
as the season goes on. Because like once the game really starts to matter and Russ mm-hmm. really has to put on the cape and be Superman, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna need he's gonna scramble, he's gonna need to dump off. Exactly. They can stay in shotgun. Yeah, I think Penny's the more electric player. Oh yeah, but, of course. You know, electric. He has to get in the weight room. Him and Ronald Jones, they need to join forces. Yeah, them, those linebackers aren't like college linebackers, you know? They're yeah. a lot bigger. Linebackers in college are more like safeties. More like strong safeties in the NFL linebackers in college. Yep. But the NFL linebackers are they're grown men. They're real killers. They're just as fast as the running backs. <laughs> That's a big fact. That's a big fact. All right, then let's finish it off with Steel Curtain. Uh, it's a mini running back controversy that they have going on. Le'Veon Bell, James yeah, Conner. Pissing me off. Le'Veon is yet to report. Yet to report. <laughs> Season gets underway in a few days, you know, so. You know, James Conner has looked good. He has. Coming off the broken leg, or twenty CL, he has looked very good this offseason. But he ain't left Bell. So but he has to good though, James Conner. So if Lev Bell was to miss extended time, which obviously he's not gonna play this weekend, um, he's gonna, I can see James Conner have a good game for his, for his first week. I definitely see James Conner going off. I'm very comfortable. Versus the Browns, I'm very, I can easy James Conner have a good game for the Browns. Very comfortable. Easily see that. What's his utilization rate being like? How yes. how, how much he's done? I think he's like what's if Bell doesn't play, he's gonna get. I oh, think yeah. he's gonna get north of twenty five carries. Yeah, what do you think his finish? Give me his finish uh, stat line. I, I would say 27 carries, 120 yards, and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I would actually. I so, didn't. I, it's a big game. Because, it's I mean, if you look at team fantasy, 19 fantasy points. If you look at his, if you look at his games last year when Bell wasn't playing, mm-hmm. or Bell was, you know, limited or whatever. He definitely got 20 carries in those games. They, they just forced me. Yeah, he definitely got 20 carries in those games. Everything, I mean, all, all the reports indicate that, you know, drop a little weight, he's quicker, he looked quick, decisive in the preseason. I like him a lot. I, again, he's no Le'Veon Bell, but he's also not the headache of Le'Veon, right? Like you know, he's gonna be there, and I mean, just, like I said, the best ability is availability. Mm-hmm. If you're not available, it doesn't matter how good you are. If you're not there to play, useless. You know, it don't matter. Doesn't matter. So I, I like James Conner a lot. Useless. But Steelers can't take the Browns for granted because even before all these moves, we were still just you know. Barely eking by the Browns last year. Yeah, in both games, like it's it's a division matchup. Look at that division rivalry. Something different brings some out of you. Something that brings something a little different out of you. <sighs> Does James Conner get drafted and where? If you're above Beyond Bell, it would behoove you to have James Conner on the team with, with handcuff. Oh, you see, he's certainly yes. a handcuff. He's yes. certainly a handcuff. He's definitely a handcuff. At, at this point, if if you haven't drafted yet, and you're not. Drafting James Conner, I think you're crazy. Because we don't know what's going on with Le'Veon. Facts. So. And even if Le'Veon fully helped, I think James Conner would have a role with Yeah, like, it, 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 it literally makes no sense Not for, for him just to be undrafted. No sense at all. Like, it, it just doesn't. Because if, if Le'Veon gets hurt, which he which can happen, James Conner, it's an automatic. Role. Automatic shooting, yeah. Automatic. He's That's getting exactly. the touches. He's getting the bulk of the touches. We've seen it already. We've seen him do it. Um. At the end of your draft, like, why wouldn't you take a chance on him? I just, I don't think, I just think that's just not smart. Just let him sit on the waiver wire. You gotta think, in most drafts, he's not gonna be drafted. Because he's a real smart, crafty person. If you have done your homework, you can get him another, like, 11th, 10th, 12th. 
Thirteen round. You should know. You know one thing. You can use in week one. Yeah. Exactly. It's a guarantee you can use in week one. Guaranteed. It is, and it's a high powered offense. Why would you pass on it? It's a week to week game. Yeah. If you can win that week one because you play Giant Jaden Connor, salute yourself. Salute yourself, sir. Come on, Coles. Any other camp money battles? Money be made over here. Money be made over okay, here. Okay, calm, calm down. <laughs> calm down. That, that's what he named his team. He's excited. <laughs> he's been silent because he's been looking at pictures. Like, this guy's been mad silent, providing no insight. Yeah, man. <laughs> we got, that's what we got Castle for, man. You don't need me. You don't need me. So why, why'd you show up today? Why'd you show up to work? I, I you just came to clock in and just kick your feet up. I put these together, man. <laughs> I gave my early uh, intake, my early uh, picks and stuff like that, man. I won't say one thing. No, the Steelers. With Le'Veon Bell being out, uh, I spent a lot of juju. A lot of juju on the beat. Definitely got a juju on that beat. A little more juju, I think, though. I thought we got a juju on on the beat a lot. I like James Washington. I like that guy, James Washington. Hold on. Y'all didn't like James Washington when I mentioned him week one. When I mentioned him episode 201, I I mentioned James Washington. I watched the film. And I was like, oh, James, that sounds like a Steelers pick. That's a whole, that's a fan boy pick. I saw the film. I said, okay. He's a player. He's a player. He's a player. If for nothing else. Steelers automatically get the benefit of the doubt when they draft a wide receiver. That is true. True. That is like, true. that's the one thing that if they draft a wide receiver, then they know something that we don't know. Facts. <laughs> like, it, the history has, has bore that out. Like, mm-hmm. every receiver they pick up has especially some over, elite quality. Especially over the last 15, 15 years. Yes. Yeah. Steelers are wide receiver university. Oh, yeah. That's what, that's, what they, that's what they do. They need to reapply some of this fervor to the defense. That's I need, That'd to, be see nice. I need to see us get back to the curtain days. Like, you know, like baby, nice. baby JJ? TJ Watt? I mean, it's cool. No, he's great. He's cool. I mean, he got hurt last year. And well, cool. Ryan Shazy also. Shazy, yeah, that, 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 that's a, that, that hurts. That, 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 that was that, the caption. That was the, the heart and soul beat. Bruh. That hurts a lot. So, <laughs> having Shazy. So, tragic. <sighs> with that, we're going to take a... <laughs> Our one and only time out. Then we got good on a sad note. It's <laughs> so depressing, Coles. We'll be back with the two Coles fantasy show, man. <laughs> so morbid. Eagles. New AP bitches on me. Jeep on cheese slippers on me. Shoot, 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 shoot. Bust down early. New AP is on me. Jeep on cheese slippers on me. Shoot, 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 shoot. Bust down early. What's going, everybody? We are back. With our next segment, we're going to talk about of the year. My boys here are going to give us the sleepers, busts, and breakout players that they predict for this upcoming fantasy season. Let them take it away. Who's gonna, let's start it off with the sleepers, obviously. So who wants to start us off and wants to give us their first sleeper that we should look out for? I said it earlier. Who My boy, Rolls Royce, bitch. <laughs> Doors go that way. Royce Freeman. Been drafted to RB two. I'm telling you, this time next year, he will be in that discussion of RB one. Took him in third round. I'm telling you. Took him in third round. I'm telling you, he's going to be good. So what's what's your projections for his uh for his season? What did we say last night? No, we talking about Kyle last night. Never mind. Um, I think I, I'm gonna go with 1108. 1108. 1, yards, eight Eesh, Seven solid. and eight. <laughs> Broncos won a lot of games, Jersey. I'm not going to win a lot of games if I'm going to do that. If he does that, then Keith Keenan better do something. I don't know what he's going to do. I mean, he's, 
Did you watch the pictures of him? It didn't look good. <laughs> I think he wanted to bowl a lot. <laughs> I think he if they can get eleven hundred voice streaming, shit, the Ravens got nine hundred out of Colin last year. They still whoa, 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 Joe Flacco was literally terrible last year. Joe Flacco, he's been awful since he won a championship. I don't know how bad <laughs> Chase Keenum will be, Keenum will be, but he literally looked good in preseason. He did not look good. That is true, which is true. But for my sleeper, I got Sterling Shepard. The almost forgotten about guy in the New York Giants, the Big Blue. But uh, I think teams will, of course, focus a lot on Odell Beckham, a lot of focus on Saquon, a lot of focus on Evan Ingram. I think uh, Sterling Shepard have a nice, solid season, a little better in PPR than standard. But um, from 20 to 20, he'll be a, a very good option for Eli Manning. Um, he, should, he was killing it last year, and especially if someone gets hurt. And Ingram's already banged up a little bit, so that's a little more uptick for Sterling Shepard. So, um, yeah, I like Sterling Shepard a lot this year as, as a third slash fourth guy because Saquon catches the ball in the backfield. But I like Sterling Shepard a lot. I like him a lot. He's a solid sleeper. And you can get Sterling Shepard up 11th round, 12th round. So, yeah, right now, round, yeah, round 12. <laughs> Niggas picking defenses over him. So, I like Sterling Shepard for the value you can get him. Oh, yeah, um, for stats wise. Um, don't forget about the numbers. I'll give him. Uh, it all depends on Eli, but I'd say we have a solid seven hundred fifty yards, about seven touchdowns. He'd be a good flex player for you. He was always a good flex player. For yeah, he's a solid player, Stone Shepard. He was, barring injury or anything. Okay, give me uh, Marquise Goodwin. Mm, I'm good. Solid. I like he's it. he's he's being picked. You know, anywhere between seven and ten, you know, those rounds. And I don't know why. <laughs> um, you know, especially if you're going RB heavy early. Um, you know, you're waiting at that wide receiver. Again, he's on an emerging offense. I know McKinnon is hurt. But even before they had McKinnon last year, Goodwin was getting peppered with targets. Um, he's transformed his play. From early on, he's not just a burner. He's running legit routes. He's the yeah. number one receiver with Garoppolo. And Jimmy GQ got eyes for him. Yeah. I mean, he's, doesn't matter what, you know, what we want them to be. He, Jimmy G has showed us that he's going to give him the ball. So a guy getting, you know, possibly anywhere between seven and ten targets per game in Shanahan's offense, I want that. Mm-hmm. Especially at that value, and especially with um, McKinnon get hurt now. Yeah, I, I, I think, and I think he's, I think he's going to be a thousand yard receiver. I, I'm, I'm taking him for over a thousand yards, and at least six TDs. Um, again, you, you getting that type of production between seven and and ten, you know, round seven and ten. I'm, I'm taking that all day. Um, so I think he's a, you know, small investment, but could be a, a major, a major uh, key going forward. In your draft. All right, let's move it on to the. Actually, I'm gonna save the bust burgers for last. Let's go to the breakouts, breakout players for your fantasy. My boy, CMC. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, breakout player of the year. Telling you. I think you actually gave me his numbers. Telling you, breakout player of the year. He just made a lofty bet. Oh no, you said he's gonna finish as a top ten running. White back. lightning. <laughs> so they call him Young White Grease. <laughs> boy, boy hot. Boy hot. 
telling you, I don't trust Funches. I don't know. I don't the rookie they got. I don't trust him either. DJ Moore. DJ Moore moves to the side. Greg Olsen, you know, he trusted you know me. Mean? But CMC, as Combs was saying yesterday, it's so easy for him to get 10 points. All he needs is 50 yards, 50, 50, 50 yards catching, 50 yards uh, running. That's pretty easy to get every week. He can get you, he can get you 10 points weekly. Real quick. Just 50 yards, period, in a touchdown. Real yeah. quick. Real quick, get to 50 points. I'm like, PBR? PBR? Oh, PBR. No, PBR. <laughs> He might be a maniac. Standard though, I'm telling you, watch out for my boy White Lightning. White Lightning. Is that line? Do we get that? Um, if I gave you fucking Freeman eleven hundred eight. White Lightning, I guess. Well, I'm pretty sure you split his receiving yards and his rushing yards. You know so what total, I'm gonna give White Lightning. 1100, at least 10, at least 10, 11. At least. I'm gonna give him at least. Total? I mean, you got like 16 total. Dude. Total, you're right. You're gonna get 50 yards, get to receive it, and they're running every game. So, how many times do you think you're gonna get the total? Total gonna be like, you're gonna be above 1500 yards total. Oof. I don't want to get 1000 yards rushing. Go ahead. You're right. You might get 1000 yards rushing. You should get 1000 yards rushing. You're right. So, you're right. 15, 16? That's not bad. 5600. I think that's actually reasonable. That's elite. That's elite one. one. That's David Johnson. That's a lot. David Johnson territory. Look, Camara. Ah, Camara's. That's David Johnson. So that's not even him finishing top one. He might finish as a top five runner. Yo, back I'm thinking. I think, think he's like, going to finish as top ten overall player. Days this year. Top ten overall player. Book it. Overall. Christian. Now, but I assume we're removing quarterbacks from the. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just skill players. Yeah. Just skill players. Top ten overall. Young white lightning. I like. I mean, I take them everywhere I can get them. I take them. Young white lightning. I heard you the first five times. <laughs> white grease. <laughs> next breakout, anybody? Eighty nine. What y'all got? Uh, my next breakout, as I draft the New Orleans Saints defense, very underrated. Um, <laughs> I got Joey Mixon this year. Oh, Joey Mix. And I got the Bengals being the team of the North that y'all got to watch out for in Pittsburgh. Because <laughs> no Cincinnati Bengals no point got a lot of offense. That's one thing. And they fixed the old line. If Andy Dole can just deliver passes on time, keep the <laughs> offense moving. They get, you saw John Ross. We saw a flash from him. So John we saw Ross, a flash from John Ross. AJ Green. If this guy, Joe Mixon. Pat Lifer? I'm about to ask you about that. What do you think about Eifert this year? Yeah. I'll be talking about that on my bus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say the battle bomb, but obviously, Patrick got that covered right. But, uh, I'll be, be addressing Tyler Eifert on my bus. Who's, uh, what's, what's the one? Varsity Blue, Bobby, Bobby Ray, Varsity oh, Blue? You gotta <laughs> tape them up together to hold them I don't trust him, Eifert. But, uh, if Joey Mixon can be the back that everyone thought he was out of Oklahoma, he's probably a first round pick until he had the off field incident. Um, but the talent's there. He can catch, he can run, he's fast, he's athletic. The AFC North defenses aren't that great. You know, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Baltimore. <laughs> I think Joe Mixon's in for a big year. Big year for Joe Mixon. <laughs> and he can reach that 1,400-yard mark total and about 12,000. Just with the feet. 
the sport thing. Well, he should get a thousand yard rushing. Okay. He's a better runner than Christian, Christian McCaffrey. Definitely is. He's a better runner than a lot of running backs. True. So he should easily get a thousand yards. I'm not saying easily, but he should get a thousand yards for a running, for a running back. And then you tally in the catches, screen passes, all that good stuff. He should be over 1,400 yards, 12 touchdowns total. Joe Mixon is a very good player. They fixed the old line. If they can just keep everyone level headed, Marvin, Marvin, uh, Marvin, Marvin Jones, Marvin Lewis, give me. Marvin Lewis, yeah. Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis can just keep everyone level-headed. Another one. But they got so much talent. A lot of talent in Cincinnati. A lot of talent. And, like, they just keep everyone level-headed for the whole season. They could be contending for the division, in my opinion. The talent's there. Mm. A lot of talent. The pass rush is there. The D-backs are there. Mm. The offense is there. Mm, it's, it's, on Andy, it's on two people. Andy Dolan and Marvin Lewis. It's sold on the Bengal Cats. Two people. Sold. Interesting. I'm, I'm uh... I'm going with Stephon Diggs. Dingsy. Dingsy. Let me down. I like think it. I think this is the year Stephon that he takes that step into elite wide receiver. That that rare air. I think the skill is there. Speed guy, runs routes, makes tough catches, can go over defense. And I think last year with Keenum, Keenum was playing well above his talent. <laughs> um, but he was efficient. And he got the ball to Thielen a lot. Used Rudolph. But I think the Thielen era... I don't want to say Thielen era is over. Oh, no. It's, I think it's still alive and well. I, I, but I, I think it, there's no more Keenum there. You got Kirk Cousins, the gunslinger. who's going to throw the ball. <laughs> and Stephon Diggs is going to go get the ball. And I, I think this is the year where, you know, guys like Mike Evans, like the, like the back-end wide receiver ones... I think this year you're going to start dropping the wide receiver twos and, and guys like Diggs. I mean, Diggs is young. Young guy. Um, I like him a lot. In that offense, I like him a lot. I think they're going to give him the ball a lot. I think he's going to have a lot of opportunity. It's going to be a high-powered offense. Dalvin Cook comes back. Um, so defenses are not – you can't key in anywhere. I mean, you have two all-pro caliber players at wide receiver. you got an all-pro caliber running back um, if you can stay healthy. Even their backup, Latavius Murray, is solid. So they're, they're good all the way around on the offense. Kyle Rudolph, all pro caliber tight end. Um, and I, I, think, I think we're discounting the impact Kirk Cousins is going to make and the pressure he's going to put on defenses. And, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is back. So you're going to have to put up points in that division. Like, you have to. Stafford is going to put up points. A lot of shootouts. Everybody in that, in that division is going, you know, we haven't seen it with the Bears necessarily, but even then, they had Allen Robinson. Everybody in that league has players that can that can score, and so I think they're going to rely on Diggs. Um, so I, I like Diggs for twelve hundred and seven or eight. Yeah, I like that. I like Diggs a lot. And Kirk Cousins will find Diggs. Diggs, as he found him in the offseason, as he found him in the preseason already. Mm-hmm. I like Diggs a lot. Mm-hmm. Time to hate. Huh? I like everyone in Minnesota, but I like Diggs a lot. All right, then, like you just said, the time for the hate. Time for y'all to address those burgers. Time for the hate. I don't call him a burger. I don't even call him a bus. Don't I don't even right, call him a bus. It's only a bus because we're getting drafted. I am not. I'm, I, I guarantee right now. I will have Dalvin Cook on 0.0% of my team. <laughs> I'm not taking a guy that I haven't seen play since last year, especially when the Terrence Murray is looking good. I think it will be a legit shared backfield. I think they're going to try to move him in slowly. I don't think they're going to try to work him. Because I think they're trying to uh, protect their investment, which is Dalvin Cook. He's the future of the team. 
how they're gonna try to rush him back. I know that every report is that he's ahead of schedule. What schedule is that? Who's schedule? Who's schedule is he ahead of? His, his own schedule? The doctor's schedule? I don't know. I haven't seen me in pads yet. That's all I do know. And like I said, I don't think he'll be a bust. I think if you take him in the second round, that you may not get a second, you may not get an RB1. I think more of an RB2. I think, one of those, I think he's one of those guys that can win your face league, though. I think he might be an RB2 majority season. If you have a good time around, have a t- good team around him, I think he could definitely get going when you need him most in the playoffs, when, when his leg is fully uh, recuperated and re- rehabilitated. But if you're relying on him to get you there, I don't know if he's going to get you there. I would say draft wisely. And he could be that guy that. He could be that guy almost like that. Um, David Johnson a couple years ago in Cashville picked him up, waivers, and just took off. That could be. <laughs> that could be that come this year. I, I agree. I mean, I I, I I definitely hear you. My, I guess my thing with Dalvin Cook is he got hurt early on, so it's not like he got hurt late in the season. And you know, like he's had almost a full year mm-hmm. to recoup. He's young, but I mean, no, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. And I, in the draft that I was, I think we were talking about before the podcast, the draft that I was able to take him. I picked up Hunt first. So Dalvin was my second option. And I felt like for me and the way I wanted to build my team, like y'all know, I love running backs. So I was like, all right, Hunt, rookie quarterback, I feel like he's going to get fed. So he's going to give me that volume. He's going to give me that stability. If Dalvin hits, it it could be phenomenal. If he doesn't, I still have that RB1, that certified RB1. So I I definitely agree with, with but you know why I call him Bust? Because, like I said, it's not his talent. It's where he's been drafted. Yeah. You're, to get Dalvin Cook, you're taking him over Christian McCaffrey. You're taking him over Joe Mixon. You're taking him over Royce Freeman. You're taking him over Melvin uh, Gordon sometimes. You yeah, take, I, I wouldn't do that. I, I, like, I wouldn't take Dalvin Cook over Melvin Gordon under any circumstances. You're taking him over Fournette. Like, dude. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Fournette and Gordon, I would never do that ever in my life. But I can, in standard... There might be an argument for McCaffrey. Maybe. I, I wouldn't do it. But, but to get him, no, I'm not telling you. Just get him. You're taking him over like Michael Thomas. You're taking him over Julio Jones. You're taking him over Keenan Allen. So the, the, you're taking him over Devontae Adams. Those are all names that I like more than Dalvin Cook. So I, I hear you. I, I hear you. I, 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 I think there's a legitimate debate over Dalvin and Joe Mixon and Dalvin and Royce Freeman. Because we did watch Joe Mixon with a full load, and he fell on his face last year. We did? And, I mean, defenses haven't gotten any worse in the North. But he's, I mean, he not, finished that, strong, though. He finished no, very he strong. No, he did. He absolutely did. I mean, but my the question with Mixon is, you know, is he – he has all the skill in the world, all the talent in the world, but you still have to put it together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So somebody like Dalvin, the way he came on the scene so early and just looked like the complete back, I, I love it. But, I, again, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Like, it's a risk. It's, it, a, it's a risk. It, it's a risk. It, it's definitely a risk. And I think that because David Murray looks so well, mm-hmm. they had the luxury of oh, easing him in. bringing him, yeah. easing him in. And I think that next time, this this year, this time next year, the whole of this conversation. I think that this time next year, Dalvin Cook might be a top eight pick. No, like, I agree. Um, but I just think this year you got ease up. Okay, that's fair. But my bust. I got two. Same category of type of players. But, uh... Well, one, I'll start with the first one. Pat Mahomes. Mm. Um, people have him going uh, 
people seem to be on the the, the, the hype train is real. Pat Mahomes. Oh, very say that. You know what I'm saying? They cook him with grease in there. It's hot. <laughs> Niggas is jumping all aboard the Pat Mahomes train. And I like Pat Mahomes, but I think the accuracy issues will come up a lot this year. And he played tough division. Chargers, Raiders think, but Denver's good defense. Um, I just don't see him being better than a lot of established veteran quarterbacks already. So I will take a Rivers over him. I see way back home. Back home probably... People think they're the top 10 quarter this year. Was he really picking a bust, about though? eight? Like his ADP is pretty low. It's low because the quarterback value yeah. drafting itself is low. But when you compare him to quarterbacks being taken, he's right up there. Like, especially that's someone that everyone keeps on saying that if you want to aim for quarterback, you're waiting for quarterback. He's the guy a lot of people are circling on the board um, okay. looking to take. So. I just think if you're looking at Pat Mahomes to be your number one quarterback for the season, uh, yeah, home team, yeah, we have a home team. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but a lot of people are looking at that. A lot of people look at shit. Niggas offer people offering trades to Pat Mahomes already, trying to sell him before he starts playing or anything. So yeah, home team. If you're taking Pat Mahomes to be your QB one, chill. I think. Wait. Probably taking number one someone. Better before him, unless you're gonna pair him with maybe a win to somebody or a luck, who you know you don't have to trust Pat Mahomes every week. Um, but I don't know. I just don't like the accuracy a lot. Uh, the arm is great, of course, but Sammy Watkins and Tyreek Hill aren't the best receivers. The best receivers by Kelsey. They're of course Sammy Watkins and Tyreek Hill, blazing fast, speechless, and his arm is crazy, Pat Mahomes. But I think it's also gonna get a lot of trouble this year with turnovers. That's one thing. And that hurts even football, especially fantasy football. Those negative two points. Fumbles also. So I think Pat Mahomes, uh, he's out of my top 12 quarterbacks. But um, yeah, I, I might like, I think I like Aim going with Pat Mahomes this year. Like, I like a lot of quarterbacks this year. So I'll just slow it, slow it down with Pat Mahomes a little bit. And also, Mitch Trubisky, um, I'm just not a fan of this. Uh, I never liked him that much in UNC. I'm not going to lie. They lost a lot of games the team they should have beat and he fits the mode of NFL quarterback that's why you're not so high good arm 6'4 clean cut white guy so he fit the mode what the Bears are looking for he's not better than Sean Watson he's not better than Pat Mahomes and I don't think I like the Bears team the Bears have a lot of talent don't get me wrong a lot of talent on the Bears but I got Mr. Trubisky fucking all of it up hmm. I don't like him at all I don't like him at all they'd be in fourth they'd be last place team in the division they have a great defense. They have weapons, Al Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, Jordan Howard, Cohen. I just don't like Cohen. I just don't like um, Trubisky as a player. I, just, I don't see it. I don't see it. Trey Burton, everyone loves a lot this year. I'm not sold on Trubisky. He's out of my top 12 also. So I have I have two as well. First is a running back from Coles' uh, Philly team. Jay Jai. I will probably have zero stock. Facts. A big facts. I'm not picking him. I, I think I was looking at the uh, average draft calculator. He's going 403. Mm-hmm. There is no way. <laughs> yes, no he one, is. This oh, he is. Great <laughs> earth made by the Lord Shit. above that I am picking Jay Ajayi <laughs> at the top of the fourth. It, there, I, I don't think Jay Ajayi is the best running back on this team. Mm. I think Corey Clement is better. Is a better running back than him. 
I, I, he's younger, less injury history. He won the fourth round this draft. Yeah. First pick of the fourth round. Yeah, I'm not. I don't see it. I don't see it as a wise investment. Um, especially again, I like to go into running backs early on. Depends on where I'm picking, but generally I try to get a stud early on. I, I just don't see it. I, I'm not going to reach for Jay Jahi when people like Carryon Johnson are going in the sixth. You know, later on, like I, I'm, I'm just not. I'm not doing it. Um, I'd rather get by with some wide receiver depth early on and wait for one of the younger guys to uh, help me along later on in the season. So I, I want no parts of Jay Jahi unless he's falling to like the seventh round. Which is probably never going to fall, but I don't want it. My next bust, and I want to qualify this. I like this guy a lot. Like, a lot. I like his skill, like his demeanor, his attitude, very positive guy, electric. I use that word a lot. He's, he's one of those guys. He's, he's electric. But where he is being drafted is mind-boggling. <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Facts. Deshaun Watson is being picked after in, in many drafts, right after Aaron Rodgers. He ain't leaving that third round. <laughs> he ain't leaving that third, fourth round, Deshaun Watson. I, I just, I, I mean, ain't honestly, yet. I ain't seen it yet. You, he ain't leaving that third, fourth round. To close point with with Dalvin Cook, right? We haven't seen, we haven't seen Dalvin Cook since last year when he got hurt early on. We haven't seen Deshaun Watson. He played four or five games, maybe. Got hurt, ACL. He's a running. No, no, he played this preseason, right? I'm sure he did. I'm not sure, but I know. But so did Dalvin. Dalvin could play his pieces. Deshaun Watson played, but he didn't. Uh, he looked crazy. He, he looked good. I haven't seen Dalvin Cook yet. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen a picture of Dalvin Cook. Where is he? They have practice videos. You I haven't seen a practice video. Yet. No, he's in practice. He's in practice. I'm talking about game film. Oh, okay. He's in practice. Yeah, he's on the yeah, sidelines. I've seen more Josh Gordon than Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Deshaun Watson. This guy. All right, he played five games. Or whatever it was last year, he looked amazing. Um, but the film is out now, and if you watch his games, yes, for fantasy purposes, those big bombs were amazing. His rushing yards were amazing. Like he's, I'm not saying that Sean Watson is not a guaranteed top ten quarterback. I'm just not picking him in the third round. Like we've been saying all episode, quarterback is incredibly deep. Mm-hmm. Why, why are you picking Deshaun Watson right after Aaron Rodgers over Brady, over Breeze, over Rivers, Roethlisberger? Like, these are guys that I can get late, 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th round, 12th round. I had a draft where I got Phillip Rivers in the 13th round. That, that means from rounds 1 to 12, I'm picking up talent that can help my roster going forward. Deshaun Watson, I just, I just don't get it. I, I really just do not get it. Um, and I know, again, he, he came on the scene. Everybody loves him. Um, I don't expect D Hop to fall at all, no matter what happens to Deshaun Watson, because he's already established that it doesn't matter whose quarterback is. But I mean, related to Deshaun Watson, the Will Fuller hype, when people are overdrafting Will Fuller. I mean, his his trick is just run down the field. He's fast. I get it, but I don't think that's sustainable. I think after a full off season of watching Deshaun Watson's film, um, I think it's going to be tough. It's going to be tougher for him to put up stats even close to what he did last year at that at that type that rate. 
Um, and I, I'm not reaching for him. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not wasting that pick. That's that's critical. You know, third, fourth round picks. Those, those are critical picks. And I'm not wasting it on, on a quarterback not named Aaron Rodgers. It's a punch. That's so fast. They got, hey, we got two. I got one more. Fancy <laughs> bust. And we did. I just hear that Dalvin Cook. They got four carries the preseason. But um, Josh Gordon. That's my next bust. Why? I don't trust him. I do not trust him. And where you're, where you're taking him, you take him over guys like Juju Smith, Chris Hogan, um, running backs like uh, Alec Collins, Royce Freeman. I just, any day now, Josh, first of all, two things. Any day, any day now, Josh, three things. Any day now, Josh Gordon can get suspended again. So what are you? I can have an any, any, any day. He had a bad day. He had a bad day, but fucking smoking. That can happen. Mm-hmm. Two, he hasn't played in two years. But he's already missed. I think he said he's missed ninety five percent of career games. He's already had the hamstring injury. Not he's not in good conditioning. He's not going to come. Don't think he's coming in week one and about to burst on the scene. He already got bad hamstring. And who I forget who it was, but I told you uh, I think it was last year someone had a bad hammy in the preseason. I said don't draft them. Hammies tend to linger. It's an injury that tends to linger, Combs. My last point. Taylor, I don't. I mean, I already said I, I, I have big hopes for for uh, Landry, Jarvis Landry. If Jarvis Landry can do what he did with fucking bums like Tannehill and Color, I'm not. I'm not worried about him. But I don't think Tyron Taylor is good enough to have two elite receivers and to make Joku look good and Burton. And I already said the whole team. And Burton, not Burton. I'm gonna say and Joku. I don't see it. I don't. I don't know. Where he falls, uh, Josh Gordon. I just think that there's safer picks than him. The, and you have to take him by third round. That's where he's falling. Third round right now. So if he's one of those guys. If you want him, go get him. But unless I'm gonna tell you right now, unless I pick 11th tomorrow, unless I end up with fucking like Fournette and Melvin Gordon and Royce Freeman, bang, 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 bang. That's the only way I feel comfortable enough to take a guy, Josh Gordon. If I get like an auto backup junior and, and Fournette, something like that, something crazy, we have a great start, maybe I'll gamble. Like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm taking Gordon. But if, if anything doesn't go to plan, the first two picks, first three picks, there's no way I'm taking Josh Gordon at, fourth, that th- at late third round, early fourth round. I just can't do it. I'm sold on Josh Gordon. Uh, the freak. He's the most talented player on a Browns team, I think. That he's he is. fully healthy. Uh... I just I'm sold on Josh Gordon. If I had to pick a Browns receiver, it would be him. I'll pick him over Landry, Duke Johnson, Joe Cool, all of them. So I might pick, pick Landry over him, but but the, the, those two are never in the, in the same area spot. You're not you're not you're not you never, you never have the problem of picking Landry. It's never gonna be Landry or Gordon. Yeah, you get Landry on like the sixth. Yeah, like late fifth. Oh yeah, of course. But it's gonna be like Gordon or Hogan, Gordon or Juju, Gordon or. Uh, well, I'm just saying, just talking about the Browns team in general. Um, yeah, okay. If I had to pick receiver on the Browns, it would be Josh Gordon over Landry and Joku. Because I just think the the long term value for Josh Gordon and the upside for him is wide receiver one. Well, he's like Dalvin Cook. He's one of those guys that win you a league. He's one of those guys, if you bet right, he can win you a league. He's also one of those guys that can lose your league. Real quick. In the fast, in a hurry. I just don't see weeks with Josh Gordon if he's on the field. For the whole game, I just don't see weeks where he's not 
being productive. I don't. When's it gonna feel? How many how many games go how many games will play for you? Right now, it's like they play the whole season, it looks like. We'll see. They already said that started um week one. Alright. Bad, bad hammy call. Do play week one? Bad hammy call. I don't know. I don't know. I don't right. trust the bad hammy. I will not start unless yeah. Jackson Jackson. Jackson. I feel he wants to set the tone, you know, you know, you haven't been yeah. practicing, so I'm not gonna start you. Hugh Jackson be going by week five, is all I know. And Don, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna say anything Hugh Jackson said. He could be going by tomorrow. See <laughs> <Steve> Jackson. <laughs> that nigga's one in thirty-two. <laughs> Once Josh Gordon gets on the field, he, his talent is undeniable. Like, undeniable. It, it, undeniable. It's, it's undeniable. But it, it's a risk. It's a risk. That's and the only thing Josh Gordon hurts is Joe Cohen, Jarvis Landry. I feel like if Josh Gordon's there, then. It might be kind of quiet, but Joku and Landry. Landry has his, his short touches, of course, get the yard moving, but I see a lot of Duke Johnson. He has his role. I know that. I know I see a lot of Carlos, Carlos Hyde has his role going right now. Um, if Gordon's out there, they're going to throw the ball deep. You're right. I'm going to throw it deep. It ain't going to be Jarvis Landry, probably. It's going to be that boy, J.G. Flash. Mm. I hear you. I just, for where he's going, I just don't like it. I think... There are guys I'd rather have. Give me, give me Doug, Doug Bowler. Give me uh, Alex Collins. Give me Chris Hogan. Guys, I know won't fuck this bag up. I understand. You got two chips already. You, you can take a risk. You, I, I don't know. I'm trying to get there. I don't know. Check my second ring. I think uh, Alex Collins, Collins. I don't want Collins in Baltimore. I don't want Baltimore in general. All right. They're not a good offense. But, so I would take Josh Gordon over Collins. If I had... And especially by taking two running backs already, and I take a, say you've got Hogan and you're looking at Gordon or Juju or somebody. Who's Zach Ernst? Who's Zach Ernst over Josh Gordon? Yes, of course. I agree with that also. But if we're talking about wide receiver twos, the typical twos over Josh Gordon, I'm taking Josh Gordon. Okay. Robert Woods, I'm taking Josh Gordon. Wait, Brandon Cooks, I'm taking Josh Gordon. So now, now we're... I'm taking JG over. That's the kind of thing where you... How, how long we got for a bigger picks? Like a minute 30? You have no minute, minute 30. 30. 30 seconds. Right? 30 seconds. It should be, it should be 45. Why just have a minute 30? A minute 30? God damn. I'm going to make the lunch. It's between Brandon Cooks and... It's drafting for like four yeah. hours. That's it's between Brandon Cooks and, and Josh Gordon. I've said it for a while. Woo. Why? Why? <laughs> the talent isn't even close. I'm not talking about talent. Talking I don't trust him. I don't trust Josh Gordon. Best ability. And I don't trust Brandon Cooks on the Rams. Yeah. And you just have enough receivers where I think we're you should be able to suffice Josh Gordon for one game and he misses the first game. You should be able to, to, to cover him for that one game. Oh, like the, bad the, bad home, the bad hammy doesn't sit well with me. He's yeah. just sore. He hasn't been playing in a forever. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he scored against me last year in the playoffs, Josh Gordon. He didn't play all season, to tell you that much. He scored against Green Bay, and that was uh, Deshaun Kaiser throwing the ball. Tyrod and Baker Mayfield better than Deshaun Kaiser, so. Right. I'm sold on Josh Gordon. And if you know what's best for him, Tyrod and Baker Mayfield, you would throw that man in the ball <laughs> as much as possible. I like Callaway and Jarvis, but I'm rolling with JG. JG show up in Cleveland. All right, that was, that was good. Thanks, thanks a lot, guys, for your input on that. And with that, we wrap up another episode of Two Ghost Fantasy Show. As always, you can catch the podcast on SoundCloud and on iTunes. You can also check out the website. It's under construction, but it's up. And it's somewhat running www.pastorprime5.com. Check us out Instagram, Twitter at pastorprime5. Email pastorprime5 at gmail.com. I am your boy Johnny Dubs. Boy Cloning. It's your boy Combs. Young Cass.
and we are the Two Coles Fancy Show. Two Coles Fancy Show. Skirt, skirt. Two Coles Fancy Show. The Two Coles Fancy Show. Okay. <laughs> All right. And as always, good things have to always come to an end. <laughs>